Welcome to the 37th episode of the Real Life Diabetes Podcast, and today you're in luck. It's just the two of us, the Diabetes Daily Grind partners in crime. Hope you enjoy the show. Mama, what's your A1C? Are you into endocrinology? The pricker is a pricker and the pumper is pumping. Beats like Wilford Brimley keeps coming in. Officer, I ain't been drinking. My blood sugar is low. Before we get started, you know how every show starts out. Don't fast forward because I feel like these are pretty important things to take note of. They are very important things. But we're, we're even going to provide the Cliff Notes versions today. Cliff Notes. We'll make it extra fast. Yay. We're going to get straight to the show because it's New Year. And, uh, we want to keep you involved. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good way to finish it. I didn't know how I was going to finish that sentence anyway. So, perfect. So, yeah. Amazon. Okay. Let's talk about it. Okay, Amazon. Everybody around the holidays. Thank you for using Amazon. That was huge. Helps us pay Jonathan. It doesn't. It kind of does. It somewhat does, yes. It helps. It helps. So, huge help. Appreciate all that. Continue it all the way through January, if you don't mind. We love you guys. As we mentioned, actually, in the show, too, um, we'll say this every time, is that we're really looking at revamping the site for February of this year and are looking for some guest contributors. So, if you have a story to share or... Well, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And people who are looking to be a permanent contributor to the site yeah. every couple of months. Yeah. We'll feature your stuff and promote you as, as well. Yeah. It'll yeah, just shoot, be a good thing for everybody. Shoot us an email at info at diabetesdailygrind.com and we will send you the details. We will send that to you. Also, Amber and I will be at the JDRF Type 1 Nation Summit Woo! in Tulsa, January 28th on Saturday. We both have presentations are going to be given over some cool topics we're going to be with a, a, a range of other people too the whole event's free yeah for anybody in the area so but be sure to up. sign up please be sure to sign up on their website because they you know they need to know what numbers are coming and yeah we'd love to meet you and what am i going to wear and once we have our presentations we can queue those up and actually link in oh, our presentation idea. powerpoints to the show note episodes so great yeah very good those announcements we got. Yes, I'm Let's alive. kick this off. Okay. Welcome 2017. I'm alive. One minor inconvenience. A little thing called diabetes. We're recording. First one in January mm-hmm. 2017. You're First welcome. <laughs> welcome to the new year. 
It feels like forever since I've seen you, honestly. I was just thinking that mm-hmm. this morning. I think it's been, it's been like a month. No, has it? Maybe like two weeks, three weeks. I mean, I was gone for a while. We didn't see each other. Yeah, it's been, uh, let's just say a month. And from what we understand, today is Ryan's anniversary. Oh, indeed. And the only it reason is. I know that is because it popped up on my Facebook feed. Oh, man, just the, the social media cues we get <laughs> in life help us out so much. So much. It allows so, me yeah, to stay friends Yeah, you, you were like, hey, happy anniversary," And I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what is what, mm-hmm. anything you want to say to your anniversary? To my anniversary. How many years is it now? 18? I don't know. You're 27? 27. Minus? So probably 18. I think I think you're at 18. Something like that. Yeah. It's been a good ride. <laughs> it doesn't get any easier throughout the journey. I think you just continue to learn. Yeah. I, I think I've, I don't know about you, but in the last year, I feel like I've learned more about diabetes and what's going on on a daily basis than any year of my entire life. For whatever reason, I don't know if it was like having the podcast guest that we did, mm-hmm. if it was the content that we put out or the stuff we're reading or just what's going on in the DOC or technology, but it just feels, I don't know. I felt like it was a big year. I do too. The pod, the podcast guests really help. Yeah, for sure. Just the information they bring. Well, and I think too, um, I feel the same way that you do about this past year being one, um, uh, like an exciting one. I don't know if that's the word, a different one for the diabetes journey. Um, and you think about the people that we have interviewed you know, the type two actually being misdiagnosed. We had Clayton talking about his daughter. We had Tara, you know, getting the pancreas uh, transplant. So I feel like, and, and each one of those people have been kind enough to share with us how they manage their diabetes or did. And so, I mean, I feel like we all learn from each other. And once you have somebody on the show and you hear them say something and the light bulb goes off, you can't ignore it as much. Yeah. Like it's different than just reading somebody's account and thinking, oh, yeah, that might work in my life. Right. But when they tell you, like whenever like Robbie Barbero was on the show. Oh, yeah, Robbie. And he was like, dude, you literally have to start counting all the food you put in your body with a food tracker if you're ever going to be able to make accurate decisions with insulin. It's like, bam, slap in the face. Yeah, it's a total punch in the face. And so I did. <laughs> but, you know, we have to do that stuff. And I, I've loved it. Hmm. All right, you want to set the scene for where this conversation is coming from today? Uh, my living room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about all we have to say. I'm wrapped in a blanket. <laughs> you have a nice Christmas tree behind you. Yes. Mm-hmm. You do. When that, it's January 15th. Uh, you're still in the window. You're still okay. I know, I know, I know. It's okay. I think it's, I think it's okay. Yeah. It's time to let it go. It's probably time. You made it through the ice-pocalypse. Ice-pocalypse, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had enough food and booze in my house for... Um, for probably a couple weeks. I got a text from Amber. Oh God. This was, it was probably like the night before the ice storm was supposed to come. And she was like, if you haven't had a chance to make it to the grocery store yet, <laughs> I've got enough groceries for, for, for all kinds of people. And I, and I was thinking it's supposed to be in the sixties on Sunday. <laughs> We're going to be fine. I know. And I <laughs> never watched. We work. I went uh, to the grocery store too. Yeah. Right. I mean, and you know what? I have plenty of food for this week. Mm. At least the beginning of the week. We're good. With an ice storm, what are the things that go through your head in regards to diabetes stuff that you absolutely need? Oh my God. Insulin. Wine. Um, we quickly transitioned away from the diabetes needs or is that, is that a diabetes need? For me it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Bulger's stabilization. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, I mean the, the basic stuff that you've every, the basic stuff. Basic. I'm a planner. I know that you may not be as much of a planner, but you know, I know how many test strips I have for the most part. I know I've got mm-hmm. a couple of bottles of insulin, bottles of insulin in the fridge. So, you know, that's pretty much all I think about. That's about it. Yeah. I think the most important thing for me is having something in the house that could correct a low at night. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. That's it. That's a for sure. And whenever you're running low on groceries, that can be kind of tricky. Oh my, like if, yeah. Like is, you know, you don't have juice. If you don't have a banana, if you don't have some kind of bar, any kind of fruit, <clears throat> once you run out of fruit, for me, it gets a little dicier because <laughs> I don't keep around like the glucose tabs and that stuff regularly, which I think, you know, that's something I think I could do more, but. Um, you know what? They're not as bad as I thought they would be. Oh, I just started yeah. using glucose tabs this year. That was a new thing for you. Yes. It's and it's deal. like heavenly. Especially like if you feel like you're just, you're starting to tank, you know, you, you know, and just pop, pop a glucose tab. Is it quicker? Does it hit your system? Fast, I don't do you know. Think? I think it just keeps, um, yeah, I think it helps you really get down in this where you really feel it go down. I think it's a smoother transition. I don't know how else to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and, and I, but I also never, but I feel like if I were to eat a couple of them, I'd probably get a headache because it's a lot of sugar and I just don't like to do that either. So yeah, I don't know. It's very dense. And word on the street, last year, your resolution was to keep Jews in the house. What the hell happened to that? I, I did do a lot of that this year. I did. <laughs> but just not consistently. I, there was more Jews in the house this year than last. You know what we could do this year? Because I see people all the time talking about juice boxes. Maybe we should st- like stock, have juice boxes. Hmm. Like just buy them on Amazon? I don't know. Yes, buy them on Just Amazon. Just massive amounts of juice boxes. Well, I'm like thinking forty eight pack. But forty eight pack, yeah, and you keep a couple in your car. It's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're always thinking about too. What's the like most nutritious way to fix a low? Right. Also, and juice box is probably somewhere in the middle. Not incredibly nutritious, but it's also not like a glucose tab. Well, here is there. Are, I mean, you know? I don't I haven't bought a juice box. I don't know in my whole life, but I from the ones at the camp that I had to down a juice box before we got started. I think there are healthier ones out there now, so you can get real juice. It's not tons of added sugar or whatever. So we need to do some research on that. Something else I've seen people doing Juicy too. Juicy juice, I think. You, you know those uh those little like fruit, um, like fruit smoothie things that they serve for like the babies have now instead of the Gerbers, like they come in like the squeeze pack. Oh yeah. With like the twist up top. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people online using those to correct lows too. Cause they come in like 15 carb hmm. increments. Did not know that. Yeah. So that's not, it's not a bad thing. So we're going to start buying baby food and juice boxes. Yeah. As might, single people with type one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so what else you got? Right now. Well, actually, I'll throw mm-hmm. this out since we're talking about ice storm stuff. So I lost my insurance. They termed me, according to them, like four different times. <laughs> so with that being said, I'm riding out for the first time in years, um, not having insurance. And we all know how expensive insulin is. So Ryan was kind enough to... She's <laughs> out. Dang it. This really nice person who shall not be named... He was kind enough to give me two Lantus pins. Man, what a nice person. What a good, what a good guy. <laughs> that he found in his, yeah. yeah, whoever this person is, that they found in their refrigerator. And it, they expired in December. So technically we're 15 days expired. I mean, it's January 15th. Mm-hmm. 
And I just put on Facebook, I'll be curious to see what the comments are. Like, have you ever used expired insulin? Would, you know, what, what are your thoughts? And so we'll see. I think this will be the first time in my whole life that I have intentionally. I mean, expired aspirin, fine. But expired insulin, I don't know. I think it's probably more risky. The aspirin? Expired aspirin. And aspirin's not a good, I don't even take aspirin. No, I've got, I mean, you know I'm what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah. 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 Um, so we'll see. I think you're safe. Yeah. You're probably safe. You know, I think you're probably good. <laughs> I imagine we'll people are going to tell you their own experiences here. Yeah. I think if it were a year away or two years out, but again, this show <laughs> yeah. is not meant to give medical advice. Exactly. Yeah. This is not this a medical is, advice. This is real life. Mm-hmm. My, me talking about me. Exactly. Yeah. About me. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck. Um, I imagine you'll probably write a post about it. I will. Oh, let's Depending talk about that really goes. quick because we're happy that you guys are still listening. And as I don't think we've talked about it on any of the shows, we are, did we in the last one? We're taking a break. We're taking a, pa- we're pushing pause. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about that. Not in regard to the podcast. Right. We're going to, we're going to keep the podcast going. Mm-hmm. This is still a once every two weeks <laughs> setup that we're shooting for throughout the whole next year. And we can talk about that more towards, I think towards the end of the show, what our plans are for yeah. the podcast stuff. But yeah, with diabetesdailygrind.com and our articles, that we've been pushing out. We're trying to grow um, our group of people who contribute to the site. What are we uh, calling them? Uh, the posse. The posse. The posse. So we're trying to grow the posse of people who contribute uh, with the goal of offering daily inspiration. So by the time 2017 ends, we want to have a content, um, either video or article out every day of the week. Um, still from you and I, but from a wider group of people. So I think we're ready for that. So we're reorganizing, kind of reshifting, the website, and we're, we're going to relaunch in the middle of February. <clears throat> and we're, um, we're, we scouted out a couple of writers, but I'm just going to throw out right now, if you're interested in being one of the guest contributors, um, we're, you know, it's basically shits and giggles. <laughs> we can't offer you anything other than um, you sharing your experience with other people and um, which can, yeah, help somebody else. Absolutely. And you, you get a dedicated page oh, yeah. on diabetesdaygrind.com. Mm-hmm. Get featured in the posse, which is a direct link from the, the straight up site. We push all your stuff on social media. So we're, we're trying to just create more of a community yeah. on the website. And, you know, not everybody can relate to Ryan and his athletic, whatever, or me and whatever I do. So, yeah, the, I think the goal there, too, is to have a diverse group of people so you can impact somebody's life and, mm-hmm. in, in any way, you know, or somebody can relate to you di- differently. So I'm not articulating that very well. Sorry. Well, you know, I think the, what we figured out by listening to everybody's stories, our, our missions changed and what we're trying to offer on the site over the last three years. And the, the goal being now that everybody lives a different creative life mm-hmm. with diabetes and we all figure out creative ways to reach our goals. Yeah. Those creative means are the things we're trying to showcase on the site. Yeah. So if you're interested, hit us up. Info at diabetesdailygrind.com. Okay, so the purpose of today's show is to look back at 2016 a bit and also look forward into 2017. We've done this reset show twice now, so this will be the so. third annual edition of a show like this. Yeah. Last year, we reviewed the year's previous goals and tried to hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. I think that was actually one of the part of the title. Um, I don't know that we succeeded in any of those, but we tried. You know, that goes back to the evidence of how many people actually fall through with the new year's resolution. What is the percentage there? Not high, not high. 
But a good, good, a good portion of people do. And I think we did a lot of the things that we said. Honestly. I don't even remember what we said. I don't either. I tried to look I was it up to today learn, and I, I was, figure it out. Well, I was supposed to learn my 50 states. Mm, how'd it go? That was, in, that was two years ago. Um, I'm, it's, I'm a lot better. I still do the, um, oh, the video game that I have on my computer. Excellent. States, yeah. Good, good. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. just a little, little area that gets tricky. That doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I can't believe that we recorded that shit two years ago. That's good. I know. Um, what, what about, you, what, you were supposed to have for juice. We mm-hmm. know that that you probably 60% of the time that you did. Um, yep. I can't remember what I did for diabetes goals. I can't either. So this well, is a new time. <laughs> okay. This is new. We're, we're launching. So, okay. So looking back at 2016, okay, we both, I think, entered this new technology renaissance yeah. of sorts. Inspired mainly by our guests. Mm-hmm. Have a Clayton Cook on the show. Mm-hmm. has been huge. Talking to Robbie on the show, Amy McKinnon, all these people that have technology at their use and are kind of changing things a bit. Mm-hmm. You did it. Oh, Somewhat. Yeah. All right, so break it down. Some of the things you explored last year. Yeah, so I tried the, uh, I tried two new things. And for me, that was a big deal. Traceba insulin. I gave that a whirl and um, didn't do my, I didn't research it enough to make that a positive transition. And so I'm back on Lantus. But um, secondly, I did the uh, Dexcom 4, G4 trial and did that for a week. And definitely that changed my life. And should insurance not be such a butthole, I might go into that because it was nice to see what my blood sugars were doing at night and things like that. So what about you, Ryan? You've just really geeked out, tapped into all kinds of stuff lately. You've kind of gone back and forth, though. So you've kind of ditched some technology and then started something different. So, yeah. That's kind of the era we're in now, anyway, (laughs) is we have to start making more conscious choices with all the technology that's offered to us and say... Just because it's available to us, we don't have to use it. And right. I, I just heard somebody on uh, TED, and they were talking about like how the next time somebody says to you, um, "Hey, I've got this great app. You should download it and put it on your phone." Yeah. Like, ask yourself, why am I actually going to put this app on my phone, and am I okay with the the benefits and the cost of having this app? Right. <laughs> or something like that. Not just taking it at face value. So yeah, I haven't been on the pump since September. So been taking Levamir and Novolog since September and also been on the Dexcom and you just the last started the three de- weeks, three weeks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ryan got an Apple watch. I did. Yep. <laughs> and it's a total game changer. I mean, the Apple watch, Apple watch is not something that um, you just stumble into, but it has been um, a real, it's been a game changer for me. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. having, having the numbers right on the screen, Alongside during the day, uh, it really lets you catch <clears throat> any uh, any of the big swings. What do you do? What is it saying right now? One thirty four, with a sideways line. So you're riding steady. Mm-hmm. Riding steady. <laughs> riding. Okay, steady. but you did a CGM before, right? I did. Mm-hmm. I used the Inlight from Medtronic as a part of the pump system. Yeah. And didn't feel like it was incredibly accurate. Okay, so how do you feel about this one? It's it's more accurate. It is, which is the general consensus. Are you calibrating twice a day? Calibrate twice a day. Kelly McKeever was one of the first people we talked to on the show that used this all the he time. Did, does, he, does, he uses one now? Like, I didn't know that he was using the G5. Okay. I know he has. We'll follow up on that. We'll check with him. 
He'll probably make an appearance on the show. <laughs> it's time every couple months. <laughs> but it's amazing how much uh, better your control is whenever you trust your CGM too. Oh, for sure. I'm not. Medtronic's product works for a ton of people, mm-hmm. and I'm probably I'm not on it right now because I just wanted some freedom from the pump. Yeah. So just taking shots and being on the Dexcom, it allows you. I mean, it's it's just it's really smooth. The okay, interface well, is clean. Now that you're back to shots, mm-hmm. where where do you where do you feel like is your go to spot? Stomach. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Why? I you know I mean I've only given a handful of shots in my stomach my whole life. Freaks me out. Mm-hmm. But I mean why, it's why, each their yeah. own. But yeah, I mean we I, talked about this before. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, science shows <laughs> absorbs fastest in the stomach. I know. It's yeah, the best delivery site. So I try to rotate it up, and I, I get why people would want to use it for cosmetic purposes. But uh, for me, it's most convenient. Yeah, it's the easiest to give through a dress shirt. It's what if you bleed? That's dangerous the dress shirt, but it's usually below your belt line. Oh my God. <laughs> These are real things. These are real yeah. things. Hey, you just gotta you just gotta ride this stuff as it comes to you. <laughs> Jesus. It doesn't happen very often. I mean, really, how many times out of the times you give injections does it bleed? Um, I would say one a week. Yeah. So, you know, it's not not and most of the time if sometimes I'll give it through my dress pants into the top of my thigh yeah. area. Or I'll just, you know, pull up my gym shorts and give it my thigh. Yeah. Or something like that. And that's pretty easy, too. Top of the thigh is really easy. That's the go-to. And especially for a female, like if I'm sitting on the toilet. Yeah. It's easy. It is, yeah. Okay. So, we what did, where were we going with that? Sorry. I think we were just talking about technology. So, are you going to try to get back on the Dexcom? Whenever, if, whenever the, the opportunity arises and insurance settles out? Um, yeah. I think I would give it a, a world. Now, the thing that... And we were saying this earlier, I haven't worn a watch in ages. So, and I wouldn't mind having that level of technology. I know that you can also see it on your phone. Yep. So I don't have to go to that level, but so we'll see. Yeah, I'd be open to it. You know, what's pretty cool too on your phone, you wouldn't have to, you know, snag the watch now because I think they're making it easier for the phone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in the corner, how you can swipe and it shows the camera mm-hmm. in the bottom right. You know, now with the, the latest update, the Dexcom thing is in the bottom left. So if you swipe from the bottom left of the screen, it pulls Dexcom straight up. Oh, that's interesting. You'll have to show me that. Yeah, it's really cool. So it's it's a little more accessible now on the phone than it used to be. You don't have to go to the app and open it and look at it. You can well, get to at the end of the day, that's like, not even that big of a deal because you're really doing not. that with so many other things anyway. It's just kind of, yeah. By having the watch on though, I bet I spend 50% less time during the day on my phone. Because really? I don't even have to look at it to see if I have any text messages because the alert shows on the watch. And so oh. I would say I'm probably a little more technology independent having the watch on than I was before. We'll see how it plays out. Maybe I'll hmm. become too dependent on the watch, but it feels better. <laughs> <laughs> really does. Okay. Yeah, it feels better. <laughs> I just, I want to set the scene. I'm going to take a picture here in a minute. Ryan is wearing, I just noticed, Dallas Cowboys socks. Mm-hmm. And You're not wearing Dallas Cowboys socks? No, I am not. But my socks are white with blue. Oh, okay. Does that count? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. That'll work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and a Dallas Cowboys shirt. So they're playing tonight in the quarters. It's a, the divisional. Quarter. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. the quarters. Yeah, the divisional round of the playoffs. We're just throwing that out there. <clears throat> the Cowboys haven't made it back to an championship game since '96. So Clayton McCook and I will have to exchange a text you guys message put the, or something. Well, you guys today. put out the good energy, so we do. We do. I know he's rooting for the it. Cowboys. Owe, owe you guys a little something. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, they do. Okay, so if you look back at 2016 about everything that happened, 
and the growth that occurred on the diabetes front. Do you see one big <clears throat> overarching lesson that you'll look to apply moving forward? You know? Hmm. Um, I think that if that's like an interview question, I feel like I'm on that today show. I would say something along the lines of <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> for me, it would be, um, that the disease is ever changing. You know, this year has been different for me when it came to the insulins and the technology and things like that. But, um, you know, at one point I just said to myself, my system isn't broken. Stop trying to fix some, mm. fix it. And it's okay to be, and, and you know, and I'm not going to say an individual because everybody has their own path, but I kept looking at people saying, oh my gosh, well, if they can do it, why am, why am I not? Mm-hmm. Well, if my management's good, why do I need? And so I think exactly. that that's kind of my lesson for, for 2016. Do what's right for me. Do what's right. Yeah. I love that. I love that. It's kind of tough because you're in the DOC. Yeah. You see pictures every day on Instagram, Twitter, yeah. Facebook of people doing different things. You're always reading blog posts about other people using anything. Mm-hmm. You see me doing diabetes life a little bit differently every day than you do. Mm-hmm. I see you doing it differently too. So you, you have all these forces that are always going up and down against you. But do, do you think that's shown up more this year than like years past? Because you, you're kind of, you know, like you've been in the, the DOC a while now. <laughs> <laughs> I think more so, Yeah. Last year, for sure. I think for me to just, um, to, to come to that point, because I felt like there was always room to grow in that, oh, I could try something new or I should try this because somebody else is doing it. And now it's like, put the brakes on that. Take it down a notch, Amber. You are doing a great job of what you're already doing. Let's bring those, you know, and just going back to the G5. Yeah, I tried the G4 and I think that I could see there could be room for improvement in that. But I'm not going to feel stressed if I, I don't make it happen. So it's, yeah, it's your choice. Anything what, you make is just icing on the cake. Yeah. What do you? You have a good foundation there. I'd like to think so. Mm-hmm. It, there's something I want to bring up here in a second. Okay. So what about you? What about um, what do you think your overall lesson learned? I think one of the big one. I think the <laughs> I mean, probably the biggest for me was that kind of the other other end of the coin for then from what you said I think I realized that I had a long ways to go in my daily habits mm-hmm. of things that I could really improve on just little stuff like what give me an example of something um like you know eating uh eating mindfully whenever you're low oh yeah, yeah. truly sticking to 20 carbs 15 carbs whenever you're low and you know eating on the downslope of when your blood sugars are not not eating a huge meal whenever you're in the 200s. You're right. Wait, wait until you're on the downslope to eat your meal. Right. Um, wait till the insulin takes hold. You can pause. Just because it's time to eat lunch doesn't mean you have to eat lunch right there. Right. Like just wait a second. Um, I, I think that's been. I think that's been pretty good. And going back to shots for exercise purposes. Yeah. I think in my mind, I always thought the pump was a better a better option mm-hmm. for someone who likes to exercise a lot. And the, the shots have been Way so better. much better. Yeah. Okay, I don't well, go low near as much. I get a ton more out of my workouts. Okay, let's talk about this. This is one of the things I wanted to bring up later in the show, but this is a good lead into it, and that you last year spoke at the JDRF Type 1 Summit 
about exercise. And this year we're going back and you're going to be giving a similar lecture or, or talk, whatever. So now your regimen has changed. You're having to fine tune your show notes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Are you, I mean, are you going to talk about now exercising with shots, even though maybe the audience may be more geared towards the pump? Absolutely. You, know, you can only, you can only teach what you live in your life. Oh yeah, for sure. Only, right? I think there's two options. You can wear the pump and execute a temporary basal. Mm-hmm. Totally works. It can work. It can work. Or you can try the the shots and fuel during the runs a little bit more efficiently. So I, I'll bring it up and talk about it. I can only talk about personal experience. Too. Right. So I'm not I'm not a personal trainer that trains Olympic athletes and ultra runners that have <laughs> diabetes. Right. Those people are out there, and those people probably have better advice about how to do some of those more rigorous forms of exercise. But for something that's lasting about an hour to two hours, a mountain bike ride, something like that, I, I have not seen the steep decline in blood sugars while on Levimir versus being on just Novolog. Well, like and I, I want to stop pump. you with you saying they might have better advice. Let's be honest that the people that are listening to this or they're wanting to go and learn how to run a marathon are going to be your average, your average person. They're not going to be your ultra marathon crazy person. And so, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So I would say to the average person that the, the beliefs that you've kept in your head and the reasons that you've done things may not always be true. Like we build these, <clears throat> these really firm cells mm-hmm. in our brain because we think like, oh, the best way to do this is to do X. Mm-hmm. And I found this year that changing things up a bit provided more freedom on the other end. And, and I got things I never even thought that I would get. Um, well, kudos to you for being flexible enough in your schedule to do that. Change is hard. Hey, change, change is hard. Change is hard. But, you know, death, taxes, and change. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> you know? Three things. <laughs> well, and something else I want to go. Okay, so going back to the JDRF, um, we are speaking. It's two weeks from now, and actually, we, I was thinking about the date, and I was like, "That's God, that date sounds so familiar." Well, it's going to be my anniversary, the day that we're there. So, um, should be interesting. And Ryan and I are going to touch on another subject that they have brought to us, which is diabetes burnout. And I've really been thinking about it. About you know, how do I what how do I want to approach that? And we'll figure that out later. But, you know, I was talking to my mom today and I asked her because I, there's nothing I could recall in my whole life if I ever said, you know, I'm not giving my shots. Screw this. I'm, I'm pissed. I, you know, I've always been a rule follower. And I don't, I mean, I was angry with everything in life, but never really pinpointed or said, I'm not going to do that because of this. And um, so, yeah, the burnout, it's different for everybody. And I read about it often. But then I kind of think, how am I going to walk into a room and tell people that here's how to deal with burnout if I've never walked that walk? And, you know, I, so any thoughts on that? So what I hear you're saying is that you've, uh, you've never struggled with diabetes. Oh, I've struggled with diabetes, but I've never been, I think that the way that I'm reading that the burnout is, you know, I, and I met somebody in the DOC who shocked me and we were sitting by the pool, lovely woman. And she talked about, she did not care. She did not manage her disease because she hated it. Mm -hmm. And now she has a lot of complications. Um, and she was basically saying, fuck you diabetes. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. So that's how I'm reading the burnout. Not just, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm angry today, but I'm still going to get my shot. Yep. So maybe there are different stages of burnout. Everybody has their own, you know, little ticket when it comes to that. 
it's just a definition. It's just a word, right? So I think it's like, you know, we've had those all those tough times where it's like you're high. And you're like, I don't know why I'm high. Like, <laughs> this sucks. But it's, right. it, I've got to go. I've got to go to school today, and my blood sugar's three fifty. Right. Like this totally sucks. Or like you go on a date, and in the middle of your date, your blood sugar's fifty five, yeah. and you can feel yourself like freezing up. You say something weird. I think it's like in, in those moments. <laughs> I think those are like subtler forms, probably right. of like the stages of burnout you're talking about. But like looking back over your life, what do you think's like helped you maybe avoid the deep pit of saying like I'm not taking my insulin. I'm not testing my blood sugar. What do you think's helped you there? <laughs> Sheer luck. Yeah. I mean, seriously, because I, I mean, I've been honest about this. I didn't test my blood sugar until my twenties. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would test it every once in a while. Um, well, some, some people might classify that as burnout, but I was still giving my insulin. I mean, and exercising. I know it was totally stupid. I, I know, no, no, yeah, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah. All the, we all struggle with this stuff. Yeah. And I don't even know why. I mean, it hurt. And it was probably because of the machine itself. But, um, you know, that was the more traumatizing thing. The shot thing didn't phase me as much. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, everyone. Ryan here coming to you trail side. Just finished up with a bike ride at Lake Thunderbird in Norman, Oklahoma. Anyways, I'm going to tell you about one of our partners who made today's episode possible. Lynn Institute in Oklahoma is creating better health through medical research. Help yourself now and improve the future of diabetes treatment. Lynn is actively enrolling type 1 and type 2 diabetes trials. All lab work and medication are free of charge. Compensation for time and travel are provided, and care is provided by an on-site endocrinologist. Get involved at lhsi.net. Also check out locations in Little Rock, Arkansas, Denver, and Colorado Springs, Colorado. Or just click the link along the right side of DiabetesDailyGrind.com. Let's get back to the trail and the show. Officer, I ain't been drinking. My blood sugar is low. insulin to get it all in, you know. I think when I hear the word burnout, I think about uh, some, like, you just think about not caring anymore. Right. Right? Because that's face, it's really demanding. Yeah. It's about not caring. And so I know I've been in places before in moments, right, where I haven't cared. <laughs> right. <laughs> where I've been like, this, this, I hate this so much. Like, I really don't care anymore. But I think it's like the deep level of acceptance. Did you ever say I'm not going to give a shot? Um, no. No, because I mean, I mean, I always just wanted to feel better. Yeah, me too. You know, but I don't, I don't think just giving shots is the the definition of burnout, you know, because that's more suicide. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, most people, <laughs> you know, most people make it through, you know, or I mean, DKA would be definitely in. Then you'd be super pissed. Shots. Yeah. You'd be pretty bummed, but I don't know. I think family helps a ton. Yeah. Friends, everybody's I've, everybody's been incredibly supportive my whole life. Everybody has, you know, and having somebody talk about it in the last couple of years. Right. With you, the podcast, yeah. the show. It's a little easier. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll figure out how to, what I'm we'll going to talk about. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure out how to talk about that. <clears throat> yeah. It'll be a good discussion. It'll be a good, good discussion. Especially going into my, that'll be my 34th anniversary. So 
Yeah, if I can do it, everybody else can sure as hell try. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what. Yeah, we'll see what comes. Anyway, if you're in like the Tulsa area, oh yeah, mm-hmm. come on out. It's a great event. It's a great event. You can sign I mean, up the on list the of speakers is fantastic. Yeah. Clayton will be there. Yay! We, we, that's He's how we met him last. We met him last year at that. Did he give a talk? He didn't give a talk. No, last but year, he though. asked you questions mm-hmm. at the thing afterwards. He did. And somebody came up to you at one of the things we went to, a mom, I think is one of the JDRF walks and said, I saw you speak last year and my daughter, we took your advice and now it hurts because she, I don't know, she does lacrosse or something. And, uh, and what a difference your advice had gave, gave, made on their family and her exercise routine. So yeah, kudos. Somebody listened. Some, somebody listened. I mean, and you didn't kill anybody. And, <laughs> just kidding. And I was just one of 10 people, I think, you spoke that day. There's all kinds of cool things going on. There was. There. All kinds of cool stuff going on. All right, let's talk about next year. Next year. 2017. This year. We're here. We're in it. Yeah. Okay. What are you thinking? What am I thinking about? Um, diabetes related or just in life? What do you think? We, we can talk diabetes related. We can talk <laughs> diabetes daily grind. Okay, a couple of things. For me, I would say, because I just took a new position mm-hmm. as uh, technically my title right now is membership director for an adult health and wellness center. Ooh. Yeah. And I'm excited for it. And it's for people 50 and above. And it's the first of four that will open in, in Oklahoma City. It's a great project. And I, and what, why I bring that up is that I get the opportunity, I feel like, to be around more people that are pre-diabetes and or have type 2 um, and what what. I can hopefully bring to the table to help those people or the resources that we have available that um, should somebody be struggling. And, you know, we're bringing in the American Diabetes Association and other groups that to screen and make sure that people know what, what's going on in their bodies. So mm-hmm. for me, that's going to be and in that, like that position too, you got to walk the walk and talk the talk. And I think I can take it up a notch. I'm getting a trainer out of the, you know, I, I want to up my physical game period. Okay. And kind of getting rid of some of, I'm letting go of some of the fears that I've had as, and the excuses as to why I have not done X, Y, or Z. Uh, and I don't have any real goals going into that other than just, I can try new things. I can learn how to strength train. Um, I can run longer on the treadmill or whatever that means for me. So and congratulations. We'll see. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. Me too. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. We'll be back. We'll be back. We're hibernating. It's like winter yeah. hibernation mm-hmm. for my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, all the reviews, so they came really out help. thinner. That. No, just kidding. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> hey, we're not done hibernating yet. Mm-hmm. iTunes isn't back up, so. True. Maybe. Drop us any star you want. Just be honest. We love hearing from you all. Yep. Also, we, also, we, we love the social media. Like us, love us, share us, chat with us. We, we love to hear from you. Indeed. Or Indeed. you can leave us a speak pipe message. We haven't even brought that in. My goodness. We are Easy. probably one question away from asking from us doing anything. the next Ask Us Anything Q&A yeah. episode. Oh, that's good to hear. One question. So. Blue banner on the right side of the website. Just click it. Simple. Take less than two minutes. Message. Yeah. It can be five second question. It doesn't have to be a question. It can be just like, hey, I want to hear you talk about X, Y, and Z. So it can be whatever you want to say. And you'll get to hear your voice on one of our shows. Just go to diabetesdailygrind.com. It has to be through your desktop, though. Can't be on a mobile phone. has to be through a desktop computer to leave it. <laughs> what is a di- you didn't- desktop? <laughs> or a laptop, right? That's not technically a desktop. True. Well, Doesn't matter. You know, yeah. 
Okay. Details. And what else? Oh. PayPal. PayPal. People. PayPal. I, we are so thankful. We are very thankful for anyone that's chose to support the show. So if you're in a place where you can contribute right now and you'd like to see some more of these episodes keep coming, we appreciate it. We understand if you can't, that's not why we're doing the show, <laughs> but if you can, we, we really appreciate the gifts. Well, Hope and the shows, the shows will coming. Con- yeah, the shows will continue to come out and, and be free and um, available. Regardless. It just helps pay pay some of the things that it takes to make the show. So. Absolutely. And it allows us the chance to travel and see uh, guests. Yeah. Seriously. That'll be huge. And we've got a lot of things lined up. we got to start making some cash. <laughs> and on um, that yeah. note, we say... Cheers to the highs and lows, everyone. Welcome to 2017. Cheers. I'm counting carbs and my calories burning. Pricker to the finger to deliver the prick. Wake up tomorrow and it starts again, but I'm alive. Yes, I'm alive. One minor inconvenience, a little thing called diabetes. It's a daily grind, it's a daily grind. to watch what you're you gotta watch what you're eating what are you calling what are you calling is it diabetes or diabetes see daily grind is grinding you down always having to check to see if your level is up or down What'd you have for dinner? What'd you have for lunch? Did you have too many or not enough? Getting all of the levels of shoot up, shoot up, shoot up, shoot up, shoot up, shoot up, and I'm alive. Yes, I'm alive. One minor inconvenience, a little thing called diabetes. Daily grind, it's a daily grind, and it grinds and grinds and grinds and grinds, but I'm alive. Yes, I'm alive. One minor inconvenience, a little thing called diabetes. It's a daily grind, it's a daily grind, it's a daily grind.